0: Welcome to your Truth Reveal video podcast, Sharing the Power of Self-Knowledge. I'm Erica Marcoux. Episode four, Know Your Neurotransmitters is the second part of an interview with Pam McAmel-Helmley. This interview is about brain health and balancing your neurotransmitters, the chemical messengers between nerve cells to improve mood and sleep. All of season one helps you to be your own health expert as I interview industry professionals to explore your hidden mental and physical health potential. My guest today is Pam machamel Helmley. She received her Bachelor of Science degree in Scientific Nutrition from Texas A&M University. She is the Chief Science Officer of Wellnessity and the CEO of NeuroGistics Corporation. She began neurotransmitter testing to help clients deal with sleep disorders, anxiety, depression, and focus. She co-developed a way for people to take a clinical test kit at home, and these tests indicate critical areas of wellness, including brain health, digestive health, hormone health, and foundational health. This interview is to help people who want to reduce anxiety, elevate mood, and improve focus. Know that you can take an at-home test to show your neurotransmitter levels
1: and make changes to improve your health. It's really great to just know that you're doing something better for your body and it lets your body adjust. Mm -hmm. You are changing the biochemistry of your body when you start taking action on doing something healthfully.
0: Pam, I am so pleased that you're here today to share your knowledge
1: with our audience. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Erica.
0: We've been talking about neurotransmitters and hormones. I'd love to hear more about glutamate.
1: Oh, sure. You know, it's a really important neurotransmitter. It is the most excitatory neurotransmitter that we have. I didn't know that. Which is why some folks, when they when they eat msg in chinese food or something it gives them a headache because not everyone's able to clear msg the same but our brain makes some and many times when neurotransmitters are out of balance the brain tries to balance itself in other ways mm-hmm. and it will send glutamate out and so it's very excitatory it can affect your sleep cycle um, but it also plays a role in focus so it has a good side even mm-hmm. though it's a little bit tricky on the bad side
0: okay excellent can you tell me about GABA?
1: GABA is our probably our greatest friend besides serotonin. It's the most abundant calming neurotransmitter. And interestingly enough, it's made from glutamate. So the most uh-huh. excitatory neurotransmitter converts into the most inhibitory. Oh, tricky, tricky biochemistry there. But anyway, GABA is important. Many people call it nature's valium. Mm-hmm. It helps calm us down. It plays a significant role with sleep cycle. And you know, you have those really laid back friends. They are GABA heavy. Oh, really? And then the ones that... Aren't so, you know, they're a little bit more uptight. They probably are a little low on GABA, mm-hmm. perhaps serotonin too. The one thing that's important to know about GABA is folks that smoke pot, mm-hmm. um, they burn out their GABA. How so, is that? How does that work? Well, it releases GABA into the synapse, much like alcohol does. So folks that are low in serotonin many times will drink more, Mm -hmm. and it releases GABA. It's on GABA receptors. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's really not great to to drink right before you go to bed. Better to drink earlier with your dinner, let your liver process it, and then you can sleep. Mm -hmm. But when you smoke pot, it releases GABA. Because we have to make it from our dietary proteins, you can run out.
0: So is CBD oil being such a hot Mm. topic? Is
1: It's no, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's a a great benefit because it's anti-inflammatory. It really depends on the THC content. Not everyone can process CBD or THC. Okay. You know, which is the psychoactive, you know, component to CBD. Mm -hmm. CBD is a great support for your GABA system. And I thought CBD oil had no THC in it. Um, It depends on where you buy it. Okay. And how far it's been processed. So, um, some. of of them in the state of texas to be able to sell it it has to have below 0.03 percent okay um and you can of course make it from hemp uh but you can also get it with thc many of the patients that have epilepsy and things Mm -hmm. like that will use some with thc in it for greater outcomes i see but still low levels right
0: Histamine is a neurotransmitter.
1: You know, we forget about histamine. I
0: didn't know that it was a neurotransmitter.
1: It is. You know, when you have a cold, yes. and you're so foggy headed. That's thanks to histamine. So histamine not only responds to inflammation, it is an important neurotransmitter. Mm -hmm. Your brain needs to know if there's a problem. You've come in contact with poison ivy or you're um, you're getting a cold and you need to sleep more. So histamine is important. We want to have enough of it. But too much is really deleterious to our sleep cycle, Mm -hmm. our focus and memory. I know that we're going to be talking about gut soon. Histamine plays a huge role. Excellent
0: once you determine what neurotransmitters and hormones are out of balance how do you bring the patient back to balance
1: you know each one is different that's why we believe in in complete customization age Body weight, what medications are you on? Plus the symptoms. It's a combination of things. We'll recommend some dietary changes, also some stress management. All of us need a little bit of that, mm-hmm. but something easy, not to overwhelm. And then the supplementation. I'm just a firm believer in pharmaceutical grade, or or it's now called professional grade supplements, which means that they go through extensive testing. Mm-hmm. That there's no chemicals and fungus and bacteria, and you know we want to make sure that we have the exact dosage. So it might be omega-3 fatty acids or amino acids, you know, to make more of those neurotransmitters. And sometimes we have to do the cofactors like magnesium or B's because we've got to, it's a symphony to make your neurotransmitter. So you need all all the parts.
0: Exactly. Your approach to health, again, is to balance the brain, the digestive tract, Mm -hmm. hormones, and more. How does stress play a factor in terms
1: of balance? Stress is probably our biggest enemy. Stress is huge. When the brain perceives stress, whether it's a physical stressor or an emotional stressor, there's a lot of things that go into action. We might find that the GI tract slows down um, so that we can maintain and absorb as many nutrients as we can. We will send out neurotransmitters, usually stimulating ones to handle that stress. Mm -hmm. And then when we send out too many stimulating ones, we deplete the calming guys, which is really the typical American issue. Stress also changes the pH in the gut. Mm -hmm. We know that pH balance is really important for absorption and for absorbing even just the nutrients besides Mm -hmm. just the neurotransmitters.
0: Does the pH level tend to be more acidic with stress?
1: It does tend to be more acidic. We need to be more alkaline. Mm -hmm. Children, we tend to feed them the sweet fruits and vegetables, but that make us more acidic Mm because it has more sugar. Sugar does create an acidic environment. So alkaline, think about your green leafy vegetables. Those are very alkaline. And I always believe in balance. Have the carrots, but don't have a fistful of grapes when you're done with those. Okay. A cup of carrot juice has more calories than a medium McDonald's chocolate shake. It does not. It does. And so we want to balance those super sweet things. But that's always going to be important to keep the sugars balanced too. Okay. Okay. That's fascinating. I
0: feel like in our culture in the United States, the A-type, get it, get up and get it done. Oh, I pride myself on not getting that much sleep. I can just go, 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 go. And I just don't think that that's healthy.
1: (laughs) Well, it's not healthy. You think about you know, our European counterparts that many of them work 35-hour work weeks. Mm-hmm. They have 20 holidays a year and eight weeks of vacation. Mm-hmm. The balance is so important for our body. Mm-hmm. But Americans, you know, we work too much, myself included. Mm-hmm. Um, we then have more weight problems mm-hmm. because we cannot convert our fat for energy because our body doesn't know when the stress is going to stop. Oh, I see. So stress is supposed to be short bursts. Mm -hmm. You know, the tiger chases you, you get away, you get into the Mm -hmm. cave, you're safe. But we have constant stress. We We never know we're safe. No, we have iPhones, iPads, our computers. We work long hours. We have families that are balancing children, sometimes special needs children, Mm -hmm. both families working, commuting long distances. I was speaking with a, a, a client the other day that told me she drove an hour each way to work. Yeah. As a parent, when you're trying to get home to take them to soccer practice or special tutoring, those right. things are stressful, or even, you know, trying to get it to enough doctor's appointments. And sometimes in corporate America, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of grace given to folks to take mm-hmm. those appointments and everything. You're considered more of a hero if you don't take your vacation and don't take mm-hmm. your time off. And I'm
0: so glad that we're talking about this because I have so many feelings about what is it to be successful as a female? Mm-hmm. And I thought the corporate was the way I was going to go. I could not handle it. My nervous system can't Mm -mm. handle it. That is not a good environment for me. And my husband and I have decided, well, I'll be the flex parent, the flex wife. Right. That's what we call it. Yep the person that's at home to take care of Alex and the animals and the house Mm -hmm. and have a private practice and do a podcast. But all that's pretty flexible. Right. And luckily he got a job working for a company that's based in Cambridge, England. So they yeah. have a European mentality.
1: Oh, what a blessing. you are not mm-hmm. going to find something like this in the United States. It's amazing. It's so rare. It is. It, you know, t- to the point that some of the larger companies are bringing everything to the corporate campus. Mm-hmm. So you don't leave. So you don't leave. And the it seems food. great. Yeah. The doctors, the everything, mm-hmm. the gym. And I think, my goodness, we need some balance. And it's hard. I know this. And it's still hard for me. To achieve that, my husband's really great at it. You know, he'll say, "We're going away," you know, and it's time to float in the water. Yeah, (laughs) which I'm so grateful for. You know, those are those are really important things, and it's important for our children not to overschedule them, right? Because you know they need time to lay around, to go play in the backyard, to climb a tree, and we don't do enough of that.
0: And I really hope that I create an environment for my daughter where she can. I mean, she's mm-hmm. got ADD and is on medication for it. And it takes a lot of mental energy for her to stay focused. Sometimes she's at school from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m.
1: Wow. And sure. that
0: is just her soccer schedule mm-hmm. or extra tutoring or whatever. If she wants to lay around all weekend, go for it.
1: Absolutely. If she wants to sleep
0: 12 hours, go for it.
1: Right. You know, they did a study a while back with um, with executive women Hmm. and what they found is if they would lay on the ground Hmm. and put their feet up for. It was either 15 or 20 minutes that they could drop their cortisol levels 40%. I believe it. And it's dramatic. So that meant no music, no phone, no anything. Mm -hmm. Go to Tahiti in your brain, pray, meditate or whatever. And that's pretty dramatic. Mm -hmm. And it was funny yesterday. I was laying on my back with my feet up in my office and my clinicians came by and they and they knew exactly what I was doing. And they're like, can we ask you a question? (laughs) Like, I said, no. go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. It'll just take me 10 more minutes with my adrenals. Yeah. But norepi and epi, that's what we were talking about. Right. Those are excreted from the adrenals. Yeah. So when the brain is stressed, those little bitty walnuts that sit on top of your kidneys, mm-hmm. that are your stress organs, they have to excrete this neurotransmitter. And sometimes we'll see a type A personality whose excretion values aren't high. They're actually low because really? they can't keep up with the demand. Oh. So if the only way to make your, your brain chemicals is through the proteins in your diet and you use them at a faster than normal rate, something's got to give, gotcha. right? So then they start gaining weight. That's usually when we see, you know, kids usually do pretty good in their high school and college years. I now see more than I ever did really? in that age range. Mm-hmm. But then when they get their first job, and they've been surviving miraculously with lots of stomach acid with on pizza and beer. Suddenly, they have their first job, and it's difficult. They're gaining weight now. Their guts messed up, and you know they don't have that flexibility of walking around campus and and doing a mm-hmm. club, you know, where you could do an intramural sport.
0: Thinking about being in college, I was at UT. I probably walked maybe five miles a day, absolutely, absolutely. just to get to my class. <laughs> and but Aida, I don't think about that today. Yeah. I'm. No, I'd have to go to the gym and intentionally do it because it's not built into the lifestyle.
1: It's just not, particularly in a town where we drive everywhere. Yes.
0: When people are working with you, how do you manage their expectations of their
1: progress? I think that we have to have balance when we're making change. Um, There are certain brain types that can do like an elite athlete, make drastic changes, quickly exercise like a crazy person and do all those things, but most of us can't. Mm -hmm. So I believe in just taking a few things, ask the client to really watch their water intake. Mm -hmm. Think about making one diet change at a time. Even something as simple as if you take gluten out, Exchange it for a potato or some rice or some corn. You might find that your serotonin goes up a bit. Mm-hmm. We have studies where we've taken folks off of gluten and their serotonin goes up. Wow, it just makes sense. Yeah. So you want it to be it simple makes sense to you, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so we're you know we think about drink your water, you know, make a dietary change, take your supplementation, and do something for stress management. Maybe it's laying on the couch with your feet up, you know, mm-hmm. with a little peace and quiet. Once the, the kids are in bed or you're home alone and if we try to do everything at once we fail as we see with things like diet programs and everyone wants to make these drastic changes and it can be really difficult It's just a slow education process and you have to give yourself a break if you're implementing some change you're doing a good thing for your body and it's a marathon also the mm-hmm. practitioner
0: doesn't know necessarily how Your body's going to adjust. I've worked with certain practitioners and we've gone in pretty dramatic directions with food. That wasn't what I necessarily needed. And I think that it was too much, too fast, and not really knowing how that was going to affect the overall picture i think the minor adjustments and really looking to see if that's changing in the direction that we want
1: to is the way to go well we don't want to create stress while we're trying to get healthy yeah i know it's so common though when you see that you're supposed to have five leafy greens oh my my goodness. goodness So if you think about, you know, someone tells you you need to have this many servings and you've been having zero, five would be overwhelming. So how about the first week, get one in a day. Yes. Decide I'm going to have one really great serving. Put it in your smoothie, put it in your eggs, make an omelet with it, have a salad if you like that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many different ways to get them in. It's just a matter of not overwhelming yourself. And then the next week go to two servings Mm -hmm. it's really great to just know that you're doing something better for your body and it lets your body adjust Mm -hmm. you are changing the biochemistry of your body when you start taking action on doing some things healthfully right
0: it's important to understand that gut health mirrors brain health and gut dysfunction can result in brain dysfunction how can the brain heal if the gut isn't healed well, you know, you're really
1: chasing your tail if you don't do both at the same time, mm-hmm. because the gut is actually continually sending messages to your brain. Every organ in your body must be fed from your gut, mm-hmm. unless you're taking, of course, a sublingual supplement, and you can get that in, into the bloodstream. The gut has to be healthy. That's your enteric nervous system. Mm-hmm. It's- it
0: Which has is also
1: ENS. ENS, you'll, you'll hear it You know, called that and it is sending information to the brain it's not always the brain sending information to the gut so this
0: that was huge for me to learn it's like a super highway from the gut to the brain and i think like 90% of the information is going from the gut up up right
1: and you think about cravings if for breakfast instead of having protein you have a muffin well that affected your blood glucose You didn't get the protein to help normalize the blood glucose of your brain. So your gut is saying, wasn't enough. I'm hungry. That information is going up. And then the brain goes, oh, eat again. If you start off with too many carbohydrates, your brain doesn't have what it needs to really maintain the Mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. So it's really tricky. Um, But, you know, the gut must be healthy. And when you start healing the gut, it's going to take time. Mm -hmm. Think if you had to clean a 7,000 square foot house. Takes a while. We were talking earlier about stress. So when we take in something that your body can't process, it may take three to five days to get the particles of that food out of your body. So me, for example, if I have some gluten, I don't do well with it. If I have some, I might not feel bad the first day. I think, well, that went well. Well, the next two or three days might be a little brutal. Yeah. Yeah. And so it does take a while and the inflammation that it causes Mm -hmm. can last longer hmm there are studies that show that you can cheat on gluten and still have antibodies to gluten for three to six months later really yeah body keeps responding and responding but i do believe in balance in everything we do unless you have celiac and there is a difference between sensitivities and true allergens you know the allergens can cause anaphylaxis but sensitivities can be hard on your body and last three to five days think about if you have a A strawberry, for example. So you have a strawberry, and it has to go through 32 feet of intestines. (laughs) First, it's broken down in the stomach, and then it's got to bounce off the walls of the intestines to get all the way out. The nutrients are absorbed. The waste then is excreted. Well, that can take a while. Mm -hmm. It's not a perfect system. It's really important to keep it as clean as possible, to have balance in the water that you drink. Take your body weight, divide it in half, and that's the minimum number of ounces to to take in every day. Don't do an electrolyte drink of any kind before you exercise. You wait till after you exercise. Okay. And unless you're exercising a lot or you are prone to muscle cramps, you might not need it.
0: There's so many things to learn. There's so many things to implement. There's enough information where people are overlapping with the facts. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is gold. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of what's being said by, you know, a psychiatrist's perspective, a counselor's perspective, a physical therapist's perspective, Mm -hmm. and now yours, that at least gives us a better guideline, because it's really hard to find all this information in one package,
1: it really is, and it's it's so important yes. to have all those pieces together. Together, I, I see a physical therapist, and I was asking him. I said, "You know, do you encourage your patients to sweat?" And he goes. No, not really. I just give them the exercises. I said, we know if they sweat, they'll detoxify. Mm -hmm. It's the best Mm -hmm. organ in the body that we have for that. And so he said, I've been telling people to sweat. You know, So that collaboration, getting all the information together is just imperative for us to be healthy. And what works for one person doesn't work for another. Mm
0: -hmm. Part of it is keeping the conversation alive. So it's collaborating Mm -hmm. and continuing to talk about the things that do work just human nature if we stop talking about it if we stop bringing it up to the surface we forget about it right and then all the information that we're learning in all these different fields just goes by the wayside and i just don't want that to happen i want us to keep collectively feeling better and just being happier
1: absolutely it's uh it's nice to know that you can take action That it really just needs to be a global picture for walking forward into health.
0: Well, and that makes it so much easier.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I just so appreciate not only your time today, but the fact that you have made it your mission to take care of yourself. And in doing Mm -hmm. that, you've really created some wonderful tools for people out there to be able to understand their own neurochemistry better and to Mm -hmm. be able to work with what we've got and make the best of Of who we are.
1: Well, I really do have the best job in the world.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So do I. (laughs) Our feature product for this episode is the My Brain Balance at-home neurotransmitter test. Stress, a poor diet, and genetic factors can cause these chemical messengers to get out of balance. And with the Wellness City program, you'll receive supplemental and dietary solutions to bring your levels back into normal ranges for overall brain health. Go to your truthreveal.com store and use promo code truth for a 20% discount. In response to this interview, I was asked, how does food affect your brain? What you eat directly affects the structure and function of your brain. Let's take a look at a healthy diet versus an unhealthy diet. A healthy diet emphasizes eating whole foods that include lean protein, healthy fat, and complex carbohydrates. Drinking filtered water is super important too. Wanna know how many ounces of water to drink a day? Just multiply your body weight by two thirds. Water increases blood flow and oxygen to your brain and actually has a calming effect. By eating omega-3 fatty acids, you can increase anti-inflammatory compounds in your brain. Foods like green leafy vegetables have specific nutrients for brain health and berries are shown to improve your memory. Nuts are also an excellent source of protein and healthy fat that can improve your memory. Now let's look at an unhealthy diet and its effect on your brain. Eating refined sugar and white flour can cause inflammation in your brain. Studies show that brain inflammation is a risk factor for degenerative diseases like dementia and Alzheimer's. The artificial sweetener aspartame is no better. Studies show that it might even disrupt the production of neurotransmitters. Eating highly processed foods tend to be high in sugar, fat, and salt, which can cause weight gain. This can increase fat around organs, which is associated with brain tissue damage. Lastly, heavy drinking over a long period of time seems to actually shrink the brain. According to a study in the archives of neurology, your diet definitely has a big impact on your brain. Episode 5 is titled, Know Your Counselor, with Sharon Bean. I'm meeting my clients where they are at. Some people are ready to do lots of hard work from the go, and some people are just learning about emotions. For more learning, download your free worksheet and join in the discussion. I encourage you to go to yourtruthreveal.com. Also, please subscribe and add a rating and review at Your Truth Revealed on Apple iTunes. Thank you for listening. I'm Erica Marcoux
1: in Austin, Texas.